BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, everyone? I'm Kristen Cavallari. And I'm Stephen Coletti. We're so excited to announce Dear Media's new podcast, Back to the Beach with Kristen and Stephen, where we'll revisit all of your favorite episodes of Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County, and unveil behind-the-scenes secrets, tea, and all sorts of new insight into this groundbreaking show. So join us every Tuesday. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm already feeling nostalgic. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hey, Kristen Cavallari <laughs> is in the house. Hi. I'm so excited you're here. I am too. I really am. Like it happened. And I'm just so excited. Yay, me too. And who would have thought it would happen? Like, because you're you're coming out with a podcast with Steven. Steven and I are going back to the beach. Yes. Which airs July 19th. And it's a rewatch podcast. So we went back and watched seasons one and two of Laguna Beach. And then we talked about them. And we do not hold back. I think it's going to be really interesting as a viewer or a listener, I should say, you know, the number one question we've always gotten has been is, was the show real? And it's such a complicated answer. There's so many different layers to it. So we really go through scene by scene, essentially, and we pull back the curtain and we talk about exactly what was going on and how the show was put together. So I think for reality fans, it's going to be pretty fascinating. It'll be hopefully very entertaining. Wait, are you? did you watch together? No, we didn't watch together. But I mean, we might as well have because yeah. we talked about everything in great detail. But it was actually very therapeutic because... You know, at the time, I was so emotionally invested in it and I was so upset about everything that even if Stephen was sitting there telling me something wasn't how it was portrayed, I either couldn't hear it, didn't want to hear it or whatever it was, where now I could just take a step back and really hear him. At the time, I felt like I was the only one who was edited and, you know, manipulated and all of these things. I took everything very personally. Mm. But now going back and hearing Steven's perspective, I'm like, shit, everyone was just as edited. Everyone was messed with the same amount. And so that's been really eye-opening. This was 2004, people. Yeah. I want you to get it into your brains. 
2004. Before reality shows were what they are. I mean, we had no idea. Maybe the real world was before you yeah, guys, but the that real was the world, only. There was a couple, but I mean, not many. And nothing that is our age. I mean, right. we're talking about this before. You're 35. I'm yeah. 34. Like, this was like me watching my age group. Right. Which was like a wild right. thing. <laughs> and your lives like in Laguna Beach. But you were talking about the editing. Is that okay? Like, has time lapsed enough? Like, can someone get mad? Like, can there be season to say? No, like, and I mean, a- I think the contract that we signed back in the day was so <laughs> humongous. And we were just like, okay, yeah, no problem. Like, yeah, yeah we just want to be on TV. So did they pay you? So they did. It was so, so small. And I would have done it for free. Yeah, for sure. I was like, put me on TV. Absolutely. I will sell my soul to the devil no matter what. But so... No, I mean, we barely made anything, but it's obviously opened up so many doors for me. And I'm so thankful, you know, of course. But no, they, you know, (laughs) they totally took advantage. (laughs) Wait, could you imagine today, Kristen, in that age, like you got the what they call today, like the villain edit. Yeah. But like we didn't know that word. Right. You know, we didn't think about it like that. And people still loved you. Well, loved or hated or loved loved me or loved to hate me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there wasn't like who was. like there wasn't social media. There no. wasn't Instagram trolls. There was none of that. So the only thing really, I remember when it aired, I went on, I guess maybe it was the MTV website. I can't even remember, but and people could comment and that everyone hated me on the internet. So I'm, and you know, being 17, 18, I took that stuff to heart. I mean, that was kind of hard, but the flip side was while I was getting all of this hate or what I thought, you know, on the internet and whatnot, then publicly, like in the entertainment world, I was getting all these accolades. So like Us Weekly and I was winning the Young Hollywood Award and all this stuff. So it was like a very weird dynamic yeah. to be being recognized for it in the entertainment world, but then like publicly being hated for it. What is the because you're saying a lot of things weren't real. So what can you tell us since we're going to listen to the podcast and find out? But <laughs> what's like the biggest thing that you're like, no, 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 that was real, you guys. That w- OK, so some of the real the. I'd say actually some of the bigger moments were actually real. And the two that just stand out in my mind are when my car broke down. I remember that. And I said, my car is donezo. And I was getting mouthy with the cop. I watched it back and I was like, what well, you had, like, was a white wrong truck, with right? me? Yes, the I like Susan remember trooper. that, you guys. Yes. You know why? Because I think so many, and especially like I lived in the city, it was like so cool. <laughs> oh, like, I hated that car. No, but, right. But you didn't have this like fancy. I didn't like, have a brand new BMW right, or Mercedes right, like so, everybody else at my high school. Right. Yeah. So why? how did that like? Well, so that car was my dad's at one point and then it was my brother's and that was mine. So by the time I got it, it was like 10 or 11 years old. And MTV had me go and look for cars. Of course, they had me going to like Ferrari dealerships and that which that's all bullshit. Right. But on the way home, my car actually broke down, which was just like one of those moments that MTV just got gold, you know. And I think because I was so like the amount of traffic that I had caused behind me, I was like really kind of amped up about it and, you know, upset about it. But when I was that age, if I was upset or insecure about something, I became just bitchy. And so a cop came and he was like, you need to move your car over. And I was like, I can't move my car. And I'm like mouthing (laughs) off to this cop. It's like, God, what's wrong with me? But so that was real. Cabo, the bar scene where Steven was yelling in my face, calling me a slut. That was real. That was real. And I'll tell you what, I was really nervous to watch that episode. And I watched it back and I said, I'm really proud of how I reacted. Thank you very much. I was just trying to get away from the situation. And I, I watched it thinking, OK, I was proud for being hammered at 17 years old, how I handled that situation. 
<laughs> we loved hammered Kristen. She was she is still is and fun. she's still right when you like get decide to drink. Yes. Your, well, now you drink like organic <laughs> grape wine. <laughs> Don't let that fool you. I can throw it back tequila. <laughs> um, but I just remember you. It was like on one of those Instagram lives. We'll talk about that later. And you were like. You were like grinding or something. And then I don't remember who I was talking to about it, but but we were saying like Kristen gets drunk and like she would grind on me if I was 100%. there. hundred percent. Yeah. Like it's not it doesn't no, mean. No, I'm just like, Woo, like lovey, just want to dance. I'm a happy drunk. OK, so those two moments were definitely real. Yeah, very real. But the relationship with Steven. So that was real. However, I will say Steven and I dated a year before MTV came and that was when we were our best, Mm -hmm. when it was like very innocent, sweet young love. And then we broke up. MTV came, kind of caught the tail end of that. And then they just ran with this quote unquote love triangle, which now listening to Steven explain it really didn't exist the whole time MTV was going on. So which was the main storyline of the whole show. It didn't exist because he wasn't into Lauren. Yeah, like they were good friends there. When Stephen and I broke up, he and Lauren did hang out for a little while. But then Stephen and I got back together and nothing ever went on between the two of them. But of course, that was what MTV tried to make it seem like was going on. And Stephen, he actually was pretty upset about that at the time, which I didn't realize. He's like very, I don't want to say triggered, but he's very sensitive to him being the player on the show. Like he hates that that was his. But does how he, he know was that portrayed. he got like a really good at it? I, I'm always like, Stephen, every girl is in love <laughs> yeah. with you. Like, like, how are you actually upset about this? No, and especially with you, you're worse. like, excuse yeah, me. Like, Don't talk to me about this. <laughs> no, he'll be, he'll be fine. So the love triangle yes. might have not been. It was like maybe on Lauren's, like me trying to believe you guys, me trying to believe in reality <laughs> TV. Maybe Lauren was in love with him, though. Maybe. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. We tried to have her on. She she said no. On what? On the podcast? <laughs> on the podcast, yeah. So it would have been nice to have her perspective. And she didn't want to? No. Like have her on as a guest? Yeah. She said no. Yeah. So that I was I really genuinely was curious about hearing her perspective and her take on the whole thing, you know, again, because I don't I'm not affected by it anymore at the time. No, I probably wouldn't have cared. But now I, I would love to hear her side of things. Okay, you guys. So just like we have our, you know, vitamin routine and know how good that is for our health, our children need their vitamins too. And so many children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise filled with so much sugar, unnecessary chemicals and other gummy junk, throwing kids like just bad, bad things and and just giving growing kids things they should never even be eating. Um, that's why Haya was created. It's a pediatrician approved, super powered, chewable vitamins. So your kids will be feeling like they're eating something yummy, but they're going to be getting something good. So while most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and literally can just contribute to health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, but it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. It includes vitamin D, B12, zinc, vitamin C, folate, and so many others to support their immunity, their energy, their brain function, their mood, their teeth, their bones, and so much more. And it's non-GMO. It's dairy-free, allergen-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. It's designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. I have such a special deal for my listeners with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You can get 50% off your first order 
to claim this deal, you have to go to HayaHealth.com slash not skinny. This deal is not available on their regular website. You have to go to Haya, H-I-Y-A, Health.com slash not skinny and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Basically, Laguna Beach ended, I feel like, when the love triangle wasn't really when there was no anymore. more love triangle. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, they did another season. They, so I did seasons one and two. They did a third season, which I don't think did. It was with the class below us. Mm. I think because no one knew who they were. It just right. didn't do as well. And then the Hills, I can't remember exactly when it all happened, but the Hills happened pretty quickly, I would say. So then they just decided to run with that. Gotcha. Yeah. And for Back to the Beach with Steven, who thought of this idea? How did it happen? Steven did. He came to me about it. I was really hesitant at first, to be honest. And he... What he texted? Wait, you guys reconnected. Remember you posted that photo? Yeah. When yeah. was that? So that was August of 2020. And Steven and I remained in touch over the years. But, you know, obviously I was married and having kids and it just became a little bit too complicated. I guess is the right way to say it. <laughs> but yeah, so I went to Laguna Beach with my kids in August of 2020 and he and I got dinner together. And it was, I mean, it was so great, so fun. And then not long after that, he came to me about the idea. I didn't necessarily pass on it, but I was like, I don't know, you know. And then months later, it came to me again and I was like, all right, let's, I'll explore this. And so we did. And then I'm so happy that I decided to. I'm literally, you guys, like, because I have a podcast, I don't get to listen to so many podcasts, yeah. but I really want to listen. Oh, thanks. And <laughs> I want to go back and watch. Now I'm it's like remembering because it's been 2004. It's been 18 two years. Wow. And you were 18. Wait, and you were 17. You were 17. I was 17. And then the second season, I was 18. Yeah, it's been wild to go back and watch it. So I haven't seen it since it aired, which is probably a very good thing. But now I'm it's... flashback to like your your highlights. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And my like chunky ears. <laughs> no, but you still have the same length hair. You've never I, really let it go long. No, it's been it's so funny. I was looking at photos yesterday and my hair when I was pregnant for like six years straight, my hair was actually very long because it would grow so fast. And but I just don't think it's as flattering on me. So I've long. Yeah, really long. It kind of mm. like draws my face. Down, oh, I have a I longer got face. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So this is a question. Is there still a spark <laughs> between you and Steven? <laughs> Listen, no, I mean, I, I have so much love for him and I always will. We, he was my first real love, you mm. know, and it was such a sweet, sweet love, but no, I, no, no, <laughs> no, I and love on, him. But... On, it, on his end, do you think? No. Okay. <laughs> so no dating Steven. Okay. Check that off. So the only really, we're talking before about how you're pretty private. The only really like goss we got about you dating at all <laughs> Why you laugh? Okay. I can't. I'm just. I can't wait. I can't. No, it was only that Jeff died, dude. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've I've been pretty you, able to keep things on the DL lately, which is nice. What was that relation? Was that your first Jeff, after? He actually wasn't. No, I dated someone right away after Jay for about five six months, and then Jeff, who wasn't known at all, who wasn't known, and then I dated Jeff for five six months right after that other guy, and then I didn't date at all for a while. And then in the last, I'd say since like March, I've been 
actively dating. <laughs> like around or one person? I was dating someone for a couple months, but I continued to go on other dates. So I've actually been on quite a few dates. How? Are people setting you up? People have set me up. Mutual friends. My DMs have essentially been my dating app. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Wait, verified only or the, yeah, normies? No, I, unfortunately, I'm only going to go. For, sorry, I'm only going to go for the verified. <laughs> no, and also you see them. Probably. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's easier. I can't filter through all of my DMs, right, but right. I can see those blue check marks. Right. Honey. <laughs> right. That is yeah. right. But they don't have to be like. No, mega I, no, not at all. Not actually. I'd prefer I feel like you someone to not it. be. Yeah. To be honest, I really in my head, my ideal guy is like a businessman who no one knows. Right. And I, I have gone on a date with a businessman in Nashville, actually. But, you know, we'll see. I, I it's I don't like people that often. And I'm pretty picky, I guess. So, but I'm not going to settle. I'm going to stay picky. I mean, we were just talking about before we started, like you had kids pretty young. I was 25 when I had Camden. Yeah. And then. And then, yeah. So I had three kids, 25, I guess for Jackson, I was 27 and then Sailor 28. I mean, we were like, boom, boom, boom. On purpose? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so thankful now. Now you're thankful. So thankful. (gasps) Yeah. Jealous. It's nice. I have a two year old and I have like to have another one and you're done. I'm I'm done. And I was like, you could just be hot right now. (laughs) And like, wait, and I have to ask, like, because I literally and I say this to my husband, so it's no shade, but like splitting the kids up. There are some advantages, no? No, 100 percent. Like, like that sounds like a really nice 100 percent. I will say, I mean, listen, it's it's very sad. Every Friday, well, Thursday night, because we switch every Friday, there it's hard. And I go from my house being complete chaos to it being dead quiet. And so it's an adjustment every single week. But no, there are definitely good things about it. I've gotten my social life back. You know, I've seen my friends. I'm able to travel. I've gotten my me time back. I'm able to take really good care of myself now, physically, mentally, emotionally, because I don't have my kids for a week. And then when I do have them, I'm ready. Like I am, I hope, super mom. And I am like energized and ready to go. And so, yeah, I think that in a lot of ways, it has been a very good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So any info on the Jeff Dye relationship. What do you want to know? He I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you. I don't know. Was... I don't know what feelings I have on it. I don't okay, know. Okay, no, that's that's well, I can tell you. You'll probably appreciate it after this. He was the perfect guy right after Jay because he was funny and was so sweet to me and we honestly just had a lot of fun. Mm. I mean, we did. He he loved me and it was I know. He so probably great. was like score. Was, like <laughs> But and he's I he is gorgeous in person. Mm. Like he is his pictures do not do him justice. He's a good, he's a really good guy. He has a really big heart. And so it was great. Maybe it we'll be great. the next Pete Davidson and like, you know, leveling. <laughs> there up you go. Yeah. All these like hot dating, all these hot celebs. There you go. But it wasn't like the thing. No, but he was great right after Jay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then how did you guys meet? Was it DM? DMs. Damn. He, well, he asked me to come on his podcast, which I before, before the last like month or so, I like would never do podcasts. And I thought he was cute. So I was like, all right, I'll do this podcast. And then I never did the podcast, but we ended up hanging out. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a good story. Wait, so your jams are now you're seeing somebody. So no, I'm not. I just ended a two, three month thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it easier to date in Nashville versus like it being like L.A. New York? I think so. Yeah, because well, yes and no. I mean, L.A. L.A. and New York, you have to worry about paparazzi. Nashville, you don't. However, now with all of these Instagram sites and everything, anyone's a paparazzi. Right. So, but we didn't find out about your first relationship. That's because it was in the height of COVID and we mm. literally didn't go anywhere, mm. which was such a blessing in disguise. Uh. 
But I've also, I know how to keep things under wraps. I know the places not to go to. I know what to do. You know, there's a way to navigate around it if you really want to. And so that's what I'm trying to do. Because I also realized the Jeff thing came out immediately. Like, I think it was the first time we actually ever hung out. It came out. And so I, ideally in my perfect world, there would be a couple months without people knowing so that I can get to know somebody. Right. Because I've also, I went on two dates with someone and it got out in the press and it, and then it didn't go anywhere. And it's like, that wasn't my boyfriend. I literally hung out with this guy twice. Yeah. And so I just think that it's better for the relationship for the people involved if everyone doesn't know about it right away. Right. And so you now live in Nashville. You feel like faux life. Like, yeah, really? I, I love it. Yeah. And I'm 35 minutes outside of the city. I live on 28 acres. I look a very peaceful, quiet, normal life. I love it. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. So you wouldn't go back to L.A.? No. And I mean, I have a place in L.A. and I'm out there a decent amount. So I'm able to get my fix. You know, I think if I didn't have this part of my world where I get to go to New York and L.A., mm. maybe I'd get a little stir crazy in gotcha. Nashville. But I, I get this this fix. You right. Know? So I'm, I'm really content. Right. I am so excited for this partnership with Cozy Earth because I use their bedding and it's amazing and you deserve to have it too. We deserve more than microfiber sheets. We deserve even more than cotton sheets. We deserve Cozy Earth sheets. They literally make amazing sleep stuff and it can really help your sleep to be sleeping in good, good bedding. It's softer than cotton. So it's made from soft and sustainable vissos from bamboo fabrics and it's temperature regulating. So I'm a hot sleeper and this like keeps me cool and comfortable all night long. What turned me on to it is actually Oprah because it's been on her list of favorites for four years in a row. They also have a 10 year warranty on all their products and they have an 100 night sleep test, which means if you tried for 100 nights and you're still not obsessed, you could send it back for a full refund, which just goes to show like, hello, confidence. They're so confident in their products because they are so good. And they're available in white, light gray, driftwood, charcoal, and oat. So Cozy Earth doesn't do a lot of discounts, but they're giving my listeners 35% off site-wide when you use the code not skinny. So go to Cozy Earth's website, get this exclusive offer for my listeners only. 35% off site-wide when you use the code not skinny. Okay, so husband got me Leo for my 25th birthday. He surprised me with a dog, I know. And he was told he's a Shih Tzu, but I was always interested to know, like, what is he? So I want to thank EmbarkVet.com for supporting my show, Not Skinny But Not Fat, and giving me the opportunity to find out Leo's DNA because they're the provider of the highest rated dog DNA test on the market. And Embark Dog Test DNA was an easy choice. What I really love about it is their soft swab, which you do in the cheek for literally a few seconds. It's so easy. It collects enough saliva to analyze over 230,000 genetic markers. And who knew your dog's drool contains so much information and it's free shipping. And it comes in this little like pre-prepared envelope. You take out the swab, you swab your dog's cheeks, you put it back in. It comes with a return label ready to go. So you just send in the mail and then you get the results. Isn't that amazing? And obviously I was happy to know that Leo tested. He had all the, the breed relevant genetic conditions and the additional genetic conditions were not detected. So that makes me really, really happy. 
Embark offers the most scientifically advanced dog DNA test. Their test analyzes more than 230,000 genetic markers. That's over twice as much genetic data as the competition. And right now, Embark has a limited time offer on their breed and health kit and purebred kit for our listeners. Go to Embark vet.com to get free shipping and save $50 with promo code not skinny. Visit embarkvet.com and use promo code not skinny to save $50 today. Whenever shit goes down and people are talking about you, you never respond to it. Yeah, not usually because what I've learned over the years is if I comment, it just makes it a bigger story. Yeah. So if I actually want something to go away, I'm not going to say shit. And then, or I'll post about Uncommon James because I know all eyes are on me. That is genius. <laughs> Whenever you do that and I'm like, we're all waiting on your page to see something, you know, some celebrities. My views go up. I'm all, okay, I'll take advantage oh, of Oh, you this. really notice that? Fuck yeah, I do. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, but then how do you how do you do it so quickly? You always have like a campaign ready to go. <laughs> just, well, we have a bunch of campaigns going on every year, so it just works out. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about it when you came in about the Tyler Cameron, the new shoot for, yeah. for Uncommon James. Yes. Yeah. So he's in my video. So we've been doing videos since the inception of the company. But this time I just wanted to change it up. And I knew having a love and trust would be different and, you know, hopefully get people talking, which as the owner of my own company, that's the goal. I'm looking at it as a marketing. And Tyler, obviously, he's gorgeous. That's why I hired him. Was but, he your first? Yes, I had a, a short list. I think there was two people on my list. And yeah, he was, you know who was the one who was like, you should get him was Justin, my best friend. He was like, Tyler would be perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was. And Tyler is the nicest, most down-to-earth guy on the planet. I have nothing but good things to say about him. I really, I love him. And then there, there were some paparazzi photos of you guys in the desert. We got excited yeah. for a moment. We we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I think we realized soon after that it was for the yeah, for, for a shoot for a shoot. <laughs> but you did spend like an entire weekend right in the desert or something. I was there for the whole weekend. Tyler was there for. Oh, no, I guess he was there for two nights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so after that shoot, we all went out. We, I mean, we had the best time. It looked like it. We really did. We had the best time. I'm going to see him tonight. We're going to get dinner tonight. I mean, like he's a he's a buddy. I love him. <laughs> but nothing like what? There no, was I no, no. Because <laughs> we thought there was a spark. What, what were you on together on Daily Pop? Oh, the, where he like pulled right. you in? Where he pulled we you in dancing. for a dance? Yeah. You know what was weird about that? I had booked him in my video two days before that. And then he randomly came on Daily Pop when I was hosting it. And I was like, God, what are the chances? And then, yeah, the other hosts on the show were trying to get us to dance and do all this stuff. But yeah, no, he's he's fun. Like, we just have a good time together. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and then we were talking about Justin Anderson being your bestie. Yeah. What you guys are Didn't he move to Nashville, yeah. like, for you? Well, we were filming very Cavallari at the time. But yeah, I mean, he definitely says if I didn't live there, he probably wouldn't have moved. <laughs> I love him. But now that he stayed, how Thank fun God. is that? No, it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. And honestly. does he do your hair all the time? You know what? He stopped coloring my hair. Why? Uh, he's over it, which I totally get. Mm. He got so burnt out on it. Mm. So, yeah, no, he hasn't colored my hair in a few months. Justin. Rude. He just said, he's like, I think I need to color it again. I was like, I can't have this conversation with you. Okay, so we're talking about this before, too, a little bit. It's like Justin loves like the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, lives on Instagram. Ooh, which you don't. No. Does he fill you in on like hot goss or if people are talking about you? Yeah, he will. I mean, he's kind of how I hear about a lot of stuff because I, I really don't pay attention. Yeah. But he's funny now. He's like, I don't know if I should bother you with this or not. I'm like, just tell me. It's all good. <laughs> But I feel like, yeah, he's my eyes and my ears. But sometimes, most of the time, I don't even know what shenanigans he's up to, to be honest. And a lot of times it's so cute because 
even if it's not anything bad about you, he'll like, he flips out and then he feels and then he like defends or he tries to tell your side of the story without really like yeah, he's saying very it. Sweet. Do you ever get like, are you ever like, Justin, just hush. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> we've only ever gotten in not fights, but tough conversations, I would say. One of them was when there was a lot of that drama going on. And I said, you have to stop commenting because you are keeping the story alive. Mm-hmm. Like you got to just let it go. I said, it's not worth it. That was one time. And then New Year's, he was on his phone a lot. And I said, can you just put your phone down and be here with us? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't spend a lot of time in social media. No, I mean, I, maybe I want it a little bit more now that I'm single. You know what I mean? Mm. I just said to a friend, I was like, once I'm in a relationship, I'm probably never going to be on it. But no, I do it obviously for work. But right. I realize it's a fine line between sharing my personal life and work stuff. If it was just work, no one would follow me. Or not really. And so I Mm. do try to have a a healthy balance without letting people in too much. Because even though I've done a thousand reality shows at this point, I've actually always been pretty private and I've kept people at an arm's length. And so I feel like I do the same thing with Instagram. Right. And like I said, you are private and you don't show your kids on Instagram. You put the smileys, which sometimes (laughs) makes me giggle. Just when, I'll tell you when it's funny, when your kids are like running. I don't even know how you do it. I wanted to ask you how you do it sometimes <laughs> when they run in and somehow you have the emoji. But like it's like moving with them. Yes. Well, I think that used to be, was it chat? I can't, it was, it used to be a lot easier. You could just like put it on their face and it would stay. Yeah. Now it's very difficult on it. That's why I make them so big sometimes. Oh my God. They're like moving around. Are you ever like fuck it or? I would love to, but now I'd have mm. to get the okay from Jay too. Was it more him that wasn't into showing that? Yeah, it is. And I mean, I think it's a good thing because I do want to protect their identity. I also want them to be able to make the decision for themselves. Yeah. When they're old enough to be on Instagram, if they are, I'll post a million pictures yeah. of them. I just want them to have the opportunity to make yeah. that decision. You make me make feel bad because I literally like post I mean, my baby. No, it's, and people love to see it. I mean, people do. Yeah. And the thing is, like, sometimes, you know, the one person that could be, you know, nasty or not respect or whatever. But so many people, it brings them, you know, they people love kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was just going to say, and now you're making me rethink this question because you did become friends with the the Bravo boys. You are now becoming friends with Tyler. But I was like, you kind of keep to yourself in the celeb world. Like, you're not very. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people, but. Yeah, I guess I've always kind of been like that because Literally. not really. I mean, I had a really weird experience actually with a really famous celeb back in the day. It was like one of my first experiences. I did an interview with Rolling Stone magazine. And I talked about an incident I had with this person. And I was like, she's going to fucking kill me when I see her. And she came up to me when I saw her and she was like, hey, we need to get lunch. And I was like, Hollywood is so weird. Oh, my God. So I just feel like everything is so fake. Yeah. Hollywood is weird. Yeah. Hollywood is weird. And that's probably why, like, living in Nashville, but getting to do this stuff probably feels so Yeah, I get to pop in and then go home to a normal life. Yeah. Okay. So then Very Cavalry happened in 2018. It ran three seasons. Yeah. That was your idea, right? It was. And at the time when I pitched it, I wasn't really supposed to be on it. I wanted it to be more like Vanderpump Rules. But E essentially told me that if I wasn't on it as much, they wouldn't do it. So, yeah. But I'm and I I loved the experience for me going back and having an executive producer title and being more involved in the creative behind it was a really enjoyable experience coming from Laguna Beach in the hills where I felt like everything was just manipulated or wasn't really me. I felt like people did get to see more of my personality 
very cavalier was still very much set up and storylines and all these things. But and also the people that worked there, though, really worked there. Yeah. The, all, yeah. That was real. Yeah. Does Brit? Does anybody? Brittany still works for me. Yeah. She's my IT girl. She's <laughs> a little smarty pants. Oh, really? Yeah. She actually just had to come over to my house and I had a virus on my computer. So she, she had to come over and fix it for me. And there was Kelly. Yeah, but she never worked for me. Oh, she never worked. She no, was just a friend. She was just a friend. Mm. Yep, yep. And no longer friends. Nope. There were some drums. Yep. And there was Shannon. Yep. She was social media. She was social media. And there was like beat. There was like stuff. <laughs> she was a horrible employee. I mean, and <laughs> right. I was like, I can't just keep you on for the show. Like, this is my actual business. Yeah. That was it. I actually think she is funny as hell. I mean, yeah. she, she was great at Instagram captions, but. She just, yeah, she w- wasn't there for Uncommon James. She was there to be famous. Um, and I mean, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And the other girls, though, not right. Like Brittany and. I mean, Brittany is there for a career, you know, like she'll probably, I would imagine, work for me forever, oh which I God. love. Yeah. And I and I love her so much. But no, everyone else was there for the show. And that was the thing. When the company started to take off, I was like, I had to really evaluate it and be like, do I want my company to be successful or do I just want a good TV show? Which wanted both at the time. Yeah. But my company was more important to me yeah. than the show because I knew before I started Very Cavalier in my head, I said, I only want to do three seasons. I want to get in, get out. And that's what we did. So. OK, so it didn't get canceled. It was just what you wanted to do. No, I walked away from it because of my divorce. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to date on the show or talk about any of that like yeah. to me that's just that's not who I am because Jay was also a big part of the show mm-hmm. was he into doing it I think so yeah in front of, yeah <laughs> yeah there, yeah it looked like a love-hate relationship with it but yeah. maybe a little bit mm-hmm. down so the main goal though you were saying was to promote Uncommon James which worked by the way I we bought my sister's here too we bought oh you're wearing Uncommon James oh I love it yay <laughs> I also have the, what are they called? The ones with the thing and then the thing. From like one of the original yeah, seasons. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Why can't I think of the name? That's actually one of my favorite We ones. have a few. We have It'll a bunch. We would me. shop there. We would oh, shop a thanks. lot of Common Games. Thank you. You also bought me uh, Kristen's cookbook. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. it. Oh my God. Thanks, guys. And I made the, um, <laughs> what I would make a lot. What are those? Pan- the pancakes, the butternut squash pancakes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. And also the skinny Marg I learned from you. Oh, love. Look at yeah. you, a woman of so many <laughs> you know, so pancakes many and margaritas <laughs> is what I do. I but that's the thing. You're you're kind of I feel like an enigma to people in the way that like there is Laguna Beach Kristen, which yeah. is like Denzel, <laughs> then mom. Yeah, then healthy cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Now I wear a lot of hats. There's a lot of sides to my personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And skincare now, too. Yeah. 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 Uncommon Beauty, which we've had for just a little bit over a year. And we launched that with our five core products. They're the five products that I think could be the base of everyone's skincare routine. And in January, February of 23, we're going to follow up with some products that are a little bit more fun, yeah. like a retin-A alternative and some stuff like that. Eye patches, you know, all the all the fun stuff. Where did the uncommon thing, like uncommon James? So James is my daughter's middle name. And I knew that I wanted, I really don't like anything too perfect. I love a little imbalance. And so nothing, so I just felt like everything that we were going to do was a little uncommon, mm. just kind of how it came about. It was my 30th birthday. I was with a bunch of friends and we were just throwing out ideas. No, I really stuck. like it. So Uncommon Beauty, how do you feel about like people being like, oh, so many celebs yeah. and Carolines and stuff? I mean, I get it. And of course, that was in my head when we launched it. But we're a clean skincare brand and we actually are. A lot of people mm. or brands say that they are and they're not. We are. And 
listen, at the end of the day, I'm like, just try the products, feel the products. They stand on their own. Yeah. I can sit here all day and tell you I think something's amazing. But it, when you actually experience it, I know that you'll love these products. The feedback we've gotten has been insane. Mm. And the before and afters of people's skin blows me away, even people in my own office. And so that's and it's doing well. So amazing. Yeah. Do you sell it in the store in Nashville as well? Yeah. So we have three stores, Nashville, Chicago, and Dallas. And then we're going to open Charleston actually next year. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's been fun. Any reality show to go along with no, that? God, no. God, <laughs> no. I am so- done. Okay, you guys. So people always say like it's about the journey, not the destination. And you're right. Getting to where you need to go. You need a good suitcase and you need cute luggage because, you know, you want that Instagram photo in the airport with your feet propped up on it or whatever. And base is literally that it's great luggage, but it's also super Instagrammable. Shay Mitchell is an owner of this company and, you know, everything she does, I want. So NBD. So with base, there's room for everything. Even if you're an overpacker, literally bring it all with base. And also it doesn't give like business trip vibes. It gives like really good looking travel bags and accessories vibe but with a function. So I want my luggage to be efficient, but I also want them to be good looking. You know what I mean? So what I really love about it is it has a built-in weight indicator and a cushion handle and washable bags for your dirty clothes inside and just everything you need and more. So whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, base has your personal items cover. So right now, BASE, it's spelled B-E-I-S, is offering my listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash not skinny. So you go to basetravel.com slash not skinny for 15% off your first purchase. That's BASE. It's spelled B-E-I-S travel.com slash not skinny. You guys, if you follow me on Instagram, then you know that the first really exciting full-fledged partnership with my name slapped all over it was with Doe cookie dough. And the reason that partnership even happened was because I was sent the product and I was like, no, I'm obsessed. Like I'm really obsessed. Like I need to be part of this in some way obsessed. Like I need something. And then we did a flavor together. It's extra chocolate chip. There might actually be some left of my flavor if you run to their website right now. But I was obsessed with their cookie dough even before I made my own flavor with them. If you haven't seen them on my Instagram or on their Instagram, then you've probably seen them on Shark Tank. And it's literally it went viral because of Shark Tank. Their cookie dough is so good. And the reason I fell in love with it was because it was so good and I could eat it out of the jar raw because it is vegan. And it's also doy free, like I like to call it, which means it's soy free and dairy free. And there's no BS ingredients. Literally, there is a list of ingredients that you can read and pronounce. And it's made with really good shit. So you can feel really good about just eating it all. And also you could bake them into cookies, but I literally eat them straight out of the jar. They also have a new limited edition flavor, mint chocolate chunk. Think Girl Scout cookies. And it's always enhanced. So the Girl Scout mint flavor is enhanced with reishi and ginseng. And you can get all the limited edition flavors like mine on their website. But you could also find their really their bestsellers like birthday cake and chocolate chip in Target stores nationwide, which is so exciting. But they never do this kind of discount. This is for my people's uh, 20% off and free shipping with code not skinny. Their website is eat dough. So it's eat and then D-E-U-X dot com. And the promo code is not skinny for 20% off. Trust me, it's to die for. Okay. Also recently you shared 
that you don't get Botox and filler. Yeah. Which, why should it be that surprising, people? She's 35. That's what I'm like. Like, you look amazing. <laughs> I've told you this 3,000 times you. since you walked in. Thank you. But like. But, right, I'm not 55. <laughs> I'm fucking 35. What? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, the only thing I've ever done is actually, and it was in the height of COVID, thank God. I did disport under my eyes. Fucking hated it. And I really? was like, this is why I don't do this stuff. Why? Yeah, what I felt like do? anytime I smile, like it got rid of these lines, but it made the bags under my eyes more prominent. Mm. And I just like I look at photos from that like six month period. I'm like, oh, I like can't look at it. So no, I and I'm very animated. I need my face to move. I have fine lines. I do, but they don't bother me. Yeah. And so no, I, but are I, you against like the cap because you're such well, a clean queen? I think it's, I think it's a few things. I think yes, we don't really know the long term effects of this stuff. I mean, re- and when I say long term, I don't mean five years. I mean like twenty five years. Yeah. You know? To me, your face is a muscle, and so instead of freezing it, I think you should work it out the same way you would any other muscle. So that's why, like the electric current m- devices, I think are great. Oh my god, they freak me out, but yeah, but they they'll get that face yeah. moving. And then I also think too, I've just seen so many people get carried away with it. Because I think, and I don't know, but I, in my head, what I think happens is you start comparing yourself to your last, like, I guess, dosage. Is that what you, I don't know. And so you're no longer comparing yourself to, like, your base when you started getting Botox or filler or whatever. So, like, you keep going and going and going. And then all of a sudden your face looks crazy. Yeah. I can spot filler a mile yeah, away. Filler is bad. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. so bad. Filler is bad. Because I feel like it moves and Ugh. it just doesn't always do what it's supposed to. And they say it dissolves. But Justin will tell you he just had, had to come to New York to get everything. He hasn't gotten it in years. And he had to come here and have someone actually, like, inject him to dissolve everything. He looks 20 years younger. Oh, my God. I think that stuff ages you. I really do. Yeah, I, really I do. agree. I agree. I mean, listen. Uh, if you have like an etched line that you are thinking of, aka me thinking about it, no, I just started thinking about it. But you know, I feel like I just went to LA too many times this year. Yeah, see, maybe that's what it is. I don't live in LA anymore. I'm like, I'm literally, I, I went to LA three times and I come back and I'm like, there's this one line. Well, I like, I always am like doing this. Don't you know? do it anymore. So, I know. I I'm created like, I'm an have etch. Those. So I'm always like, <laughs> I agree, yeah. Um, yeah, we, t- we need to like, be more stoic like in our the, faces. Yeah. Hold my face like that. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you shared recently, you shared a hot bikini pic of you mm-hmm. with your little Ben. Thank you. <laughs> and your caption was, so, I thought it would just be like, Ben's out, Ben's out. But, <laughs> but it was actually. Beach <laughs> But you got a little deep. I did. And yeah, those always do the best for me, which is so not like me. But because here's the thing. I, I did sit on that photo for a few days because I knew if I just threw it up and was like, buns out, you know, people were going to be like, you're a mother. What the hell is wrong with you? And I just, I, here's my thing. I've been working out with a trainer for like four or five months. He has me lifting very heavy weight. I've put on a lot of muscle weight and I'm proud of that. And I think just because I am a mom doesn't mean I should be ashamed of my body or have to hide it. And so, yeah, I decided, fuck it. I'm going to post it. I had to be in the right mood though. You know, wait, do you really feel Kristen? Like people like you get mom shamers? Oh yeah. Which I don't really care because I'm, I'm confident in all of the decisions I make in my life. So someone's opinion of me doesn't, it doesn't really affect me. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I get also because I don't share a lot of that stuff. Right. Usually I, right. Have, I have a couple ass photos on my Instagram over the years, <laughs> but not many. But yeah, I mean, I knew that people would give me shit. And so I just wanted to explain where I was coming from. Yeah. Because I don't always let people in either. And so that was just a moment where I felt, OK, I'll 
Connected and we'll take areas. what we can get, you know, <laughs> yeah. or like, here's a piece of information. Here's a little nugget. <laughs> <laughs> because then the two other photos were you like when you were much skinnier. Yes. So well, it not was, much skinnier. You just no, I was. I was really thin. And it was the fall of 2019. I was really stressed out. I had a lot going on. I was eating, honestly, the same amount of food that I am now. It was purely stress. But looking at those photos and just seeing how far I've come, it makes me proud. Mm-hmm. I'm really I feel the best I ever have physically, but like mentally, emotionally, they all fuel one another. And so, yeah, I just think it's something to celebrate. I don't know. Yeah. Hell yeah. And people <laughs> freaking loved it. So your workout routine is like weights right now. Yeah. So my trainer, Kevin Klug, oof, he kills me. So we work out usually three times a week at, for an hour. And he has me lifting the heaviest weight I ever have in my entire life to the point where I'm like, Kevin, I can't even hold these weights. He's like, just do it. <laughs> and then a fourth day, I'll try to do maybe 30 minutes on a Versa climber, which is also brutal. Or is that I, for your butt? Well, it's like it's it's this machine where you're like going up and oh, down. Oh. Or I just did hot yoga with Justin yesterday morning before I came to New York. So I'll just try to change it up on that fourth day. Four days a week, people. Yeah. I used Wild. to do five. Well, maybe that's that's not why. But I used to do five when I was super skinny. But you were probably doing. But like I was cardio. I was lifting like five pound weights. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, guys. So to look really hot, you have to work out, which is the annoying conclusion that I always get. <laughs> There's to. no magic yeah. secret. It's eat healthy, try Fuck. not to drink all the time, and uh, do not do out. not drink a lot. I really actually don't. I know it kind of seems like I do because every time I am, I'm posting a photo. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, I still got it. But no, I probably drink one to two times a week. Like um, only when you're like with friends or going Yeah, out. like if I'm just at home with the kids, I'm not like having a glass of wine. Yeah. You know, I actually really don't drink around my kids for the most part. Like mm. just we were just in the Turks and Caicos. There's one night I had a glass of wine, but that was it. And so, yeah, I pretty sensitive about that with them. Not sensitive, but I just like, I don't know. Yeah. They're aware well, of when like, they what go to drunk sleep, is now. I'm going to bed. I'm oh. fucking exhausted. Are you kidding? They're in bed at like 839. Oh. I'm like, it lights out for me too. What? But then you don't get any time to yourself. But I have a week off then. Oh, true. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm living. I'm fucking You're like, don't three, worry. Three kids is exhausting. Oh, my God. I'm so tired at the end of the oh day. Oh, my God. Especially right now because it's summer. Like, it's full on all day. Full on. Yeah. And I feel like Justin told me that you don't have help. No. I don't have any help. People. The only thing. What? Yeah, oh I know, yeah. Telling the audience. Well, I mean, my kids are in school. Not this summer's been a little rough, but my kids are in school. But no, I mean, the only help around my house that I have is a cleaner that comes once a week. That's yeah. it. But there was a phase in my life a few years ago when we did have a nanny and we also had a private chef for a week and then a week off and a week on. Mm. So, you know, I've had help. In You've my had day. help in yeah. your life. OK, now we're going to play a little game. Okay. Uh, Mary Fakel. Love. Ready? There we go. God. Okay. <laughs> we'll start with the ladies. Audrina, okay. Lauren, Heidi. I'm going to marry Heidi. There's never a dull moment with Heidi. Yeah. I would fuck Audrina and I would kill Lauren only because I don't talk to her. Right. I don't actually want to kill Lauren, yeah. you guys. Yeah. All right, calm down. Watch, yeah. that will turn into a fucking headline. No, I saw Audrina commenting on your recent pic and I was like, oh, you got your girl. Oh, yeah. No, cool. we're still, we were talking about going to Mexico, the three of us actually, this summer. And then Heidi had to go and get pregnant. <laughs> Wait, are you going to have um, Audrina on the pod? Well, no, because well, she was on the Beach. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Heidi? Okay, so Heidi is on the last few episodes of season two. I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking Heidi. Oh my God. But we've already filmed them, so we can't have her on, but she would have been great. She would have yeah. been really funny. I love her. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm assuming you know these guys, even though you're not a huge social media person. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. I just watched this documentary. Good, right? Fucking obsessed. Travis Barker or Pete Davidson? 
Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to marry Machine Gun Kelly because I was obsessed with his documentary. Uh-huh. I really, I'm a huge fan now. I would fuck Pete Davidson because apparently he's back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I guess I would kill Travis Barker only because no reason, guys. Again, yeah. don't take this out of context. Kardashians, do you watch? I used to. I haven't. Your favorite years. one. Well, Courtney and I used to be pretty good friends. So I would I was Oh my Courtney. god, Courtney was my girl. Yeah, Courtney's great. When were you friends? God, this is like two thousand and what after the show came out? Seven. This is like right in the beginning of Kardashians, actually. Yeah. Wait, I need to hear more about this friendship. Yeah, I mean, it was like when her and Scott first started dating. And so we How did you meet? Through Scott. I used to be good friends with Scott. <laughs> yeah. He, we were all in the same circle of friends in L.A. That's and then so and she started dating him. Yeah. So, Courtney, yeah, Courtney and I had a lot of fun together. That's awesome. Yeah. OK, so are there any reality shows that you do watch? No, not anymore. Not anymore. I have like my couple of shows and that's it. I watched Succession, Yellowstone, Euphoria. I actually just watched The Summer I Turned Pretty, which was so cute. It was so cute. It was so cute. Did you ball at the last yes. episode? Ugh, I know. It was disgusting how much I was crying. But other than that, I don't watch a lot of TV. I watched the documentary, the Machine Gun Kelly documentary on the plane because Justin was like, you have to watch it. You'll love it. Um, but other than that, no, I don't watch a whole lot. And Celebrity Crush. I want to give you an actual answer because usually it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think David Beckham is like the hottest human being on the planet. But do you know that I heard that he's not a good husband? I've heard that too. You have usually when you hear things. That makes me sad. I know. That actually makes me. I know. So but sad. I, like, yeah. Okay, then forget but then it. It's, but then it's like God is fair, you know, because he's like so hot and she's so perfect and like everything. So <laughs> like you know you can't. <laughs> sure, you, you can't, can't have, have it all. It can't all have okay. It all. I don't actually. There's not someone that like comes to mind where I'm like, yeah. Oh, Chris Hemsworth is hot. Yeah. I mean. It's more like, who do I think is hot? I don't have yeah. like an actual crush yeah. on anybody. Like nobody that you would like. There's no one that I'm like, I need to make this happen. Like slide into their DMs. Yeah. Really? When you, when you got single, you weren't like, wait, what's my not, like dream? Not really. Isn't that funny? Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something, but forget it. Oh, no, she thinks <laughs> There's too one much. guy that I think is. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay. Kristen, thank you so much for thank coming you. on. It was so fun. It was so good to meet you. Yeah, you and I can't wait to listen to the new podcast. When does it drop? Thank you. July 19th. Back to the beach. Yes, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 